Remember a time when you were guessing someone's home? Recently or a long time ago, you remember the last time that you were guessing someone's home? Or one time when this was the case and you showed up, you know, they showed you a good time, but at some point did you feel like they were just waiting for you to leave? <laughs> you know? Or, or on the other hand, uh, were they too busy serving you to talk to you? Do you know what I mean? Uh, I had a dinner party recently for about 20 people, 20 people in the rectory. I hope this wasn't the case. <laughs> I don't think it was. If you were there, <clears throat> tell me after mass, just not now. Okay. I don't think it was the case. All right. So, you know, when you're, wel when you're hosting guests, it's always a bit of a scramble that day, you know, vacuuming, straightening up, getting everything ready to go. And uh, even, even right before people started showing up, I was still running to Z Hall to get bags of ice. I'm running back, sweating with this big bag of ice. And someone says, hi, Father, I'm coming to your party. I said, hi. Uh, <laughs> and even five minutes before, you know, everything's done. The lights are turned on. You're straining your forks. And then I, I look down on the floor on the, the porch, and I said, oh, my gosh, it's filthy. Look at these leaves and this dirt. I should probably sweep. The point is there's always one more thing. There's always one more thing to do. But at some point, you have to say, good enough. It's time for me to stop and just be. Be with the people in my home. And I, I really feel like, you know, when you have people over dinner, you come to know them, each person a little bit better. They come to know you just a little bit better. So poor Martha was caught up with the one more thing. <clears throat> Poor Martha. She was burdened, right? She was distracted. She was overwhelmed that there was one more thing to do, one more thing to straighten up. And she's scrambling around trying to make her home ready for Jesus to come. <clears throat> now, when you have a guest in your home, you serve them. It's your place to make them feel comfortable. Yes, but anyone can serve a guest. Everyone does that. If you want to make someone feel welcome in your home, just stop and be with them. Better yet, listen to them. Listen to how their day is or what is going on. And so for poor Martha, there's too much to do. And while she was happy and honored to have Jesus of Nazareth in her home, she was too busy serving then to sit with him and listen. At some point, she could have said, enough. Good enough, I'm sitting down with Mary. And Jesus wasn't condemning those who have good work ethic. He wasn't condemning Martha, but he didn't come there into their home to be served. He came to be with them and to know them better and to let them know him better. And such is a reality in life. There's always one more thing and one more thing and one more thing and one more thing that kind of prevents us from just resting with our Lord and just stopping and just listening or breathing or speaking to him. So are we so often so busy serving Jesus, doing good works rather than listening to Jesus? Because serving, it involves our control, our time, our energy, our focus, but listening involves our surrender. And that's what Jesus wants so much because us having a listening heart, us just being open 
and being with him. That's what changes us the most, not the things we do or things that happen to us. And so often, he wants that time of no agenda, wasting time with him. He wants just to have quality time. Uh, like Mary, what was Mary offering him? Nothing. She was just wasting time with him. And we have to know that Jesus doesn't speak to us <clears throat> once a week. He has so much to say to us. He has so much to say to us. There's so many things that he's been waiting to tell us if we would just stop and believe he will and believe he wants to. We have to be willing to, uh, to listen and say, whatever you want to say, I'm ready to hear it. I'm ready to accept it. We have to want to listen to him and forget our schedule and forget our desires for a second. And we have to be willing um, to accept that often we're wrong <laughs> and he's the one who sets us right. And if we don't know how to listen to him, are we willing to learn how to listen to him? And when we, when we open that channel, when we learn to open that channel to him, just to expose ourselves and to be able to speak and receive what he wants to say, it becomes like our addiction. When we, when we open that channel to Jesus, it becomes our favorite place to go, you know, just to be able to ramble at him, just be able to want to hear whatever he has to say. So the more and more every day, we'll want us to be more and more open, just to have listening hearts, whether he wants to respond to what we're telling him or whether he wants to flat out surprise us, surprises are always better, but responses are good too. So Jesus is not just another visitor that we give him our due time and he says, all right, I'll see you later. I'll see you tonight. He's a permanent resident in our heart. In whatever moment, whatever room we're in, he's a permanent resident with us. He refuses to leave. With the exception of the one moment when we actually do sin <clears throat> before, after our entire day, that's where he's staying. He refuses to leave and he wants us to hear what we have to say and he wants to be able to speak what we need to hear every day, all the time. So when prayer feels like it's um, taking time away from our day, when it feels like it's a burden, it's more of a trick that Jesus' company will never distract us from our work. It will never be a burden to us. It will leave us with peace so we can get up and do our thing, having spent that 30 seconds at five minutes with him. So by that measure, maybe resting with him for four minutes could be the most productive part of our day. <clears throat> and maybe wasting 10 minutes with him or an hour with him might be the most fruitful thing that we do that week. So in this time uh, where we come to rest with him, and this day that God rests and orders us to rest, may we accept that there will always be one more thing and one more thing to do, and never be tricked into being overwhelmed at doing it all, but rather to say, good enough, Lord, I've done enough and I'm going to rest with you and listen to whatever you want to say to me.